As the days go by, schedules are getting tighter and life even busier, making it easy to get drowned in the many distractions of the day. But in the busyness of the day, God still calls us to completely turn down the volume of noise around us and draw closer in fellowship with Him. Quiet your spirit, dear one. God has a word for you today. Earnest seekers, it is time to draw deep from the wells of wisdom. We pray that the entrance of the word of God will bring light and impart understanding to your hearts. Warren Resby has said, Great names come and go. But the name of Jesus remains. The devil still hates it. The world still opposes it. But God still blesses it. And we can still claim it. In the name of Jesus is the key that unlocks the door of prayer and the treasury of God's grace is the weapon that defeats the enemy and the motivation that compels our sacrifice and service. It's the name that causes our hearts to rejoice and our lips to sing his praise. End of quote. That's from Warren Viesby. So we're talking about the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The key texts are John 14, 13 and Acts chapter 3, verse 6. John 14, 13. It's Jesus speaking. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. So John 14, 13, Jesus says, I will do whatever you ask in my name. And the name is, and the name is, so that the Father will be glorified in the Son. And then Acts chapter 3, verse 6. Peter and John were going to the temple called the Beautiful Gate. When they got to that porch, they saw this couple who had been there for a while. And based on his condition, he has made business of begging for arms. So he was at the gate expecting that Peter and John will give him something. His expectation for the moment was to receive some monetary benefit. But when Peter and John got there, he said, look at us. Look at us. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And helping him by the hand, this man stood to his feet and walked. There are some conditions 
that are generally managed, they are not changed. They manage them. But at the name of Jesus, situations that are meant to be managed are rectified and restored to the supernatural order. The way God intended it to be. May the name of Jesus do a spectacular thing in your life. I'm saying may the name of Jesus do a spectacular thing in your life. Hallelujah. But I'm looking at certain dimensions of the name of Jesus. When we say in the name of Jesus. There are certain things that we need to appreciate about that name. When you appreciate those dimensions of that name, nothing shall be impossible. You see, when we say names, names are usually words. It's either a word or words. And they put them together. So, your name is a word or words. And they are founded on certain things. Maybe tradition. Maybe your father says he likes that name. And sometimes your father will give the name and your father says, I also like this one, Ad. And so sometimes the names that people present at naming ceremony, some of them are like sentences. Because they are coming from various places. The father has given the name he likes, sound nice. The mother has added this. And then they go to tradition and say, we are naming you after your grandmother. And then this other person is also your godmother. And then they give it all. It becomes a sentence. And then you carry it along. But you see, those words, they determine the weight that the name carries. But the name of Jesus is also a word. But this word is unique. <laughs> I'm saying the name of Jesus. When we say Jesus, it's a word. We have mentioned a word. The Jews will say Yeshua. The Greek will say Yeshu. Or a variant of it. But that word called Jesus is no ordinary word. That name called Jesus, that word, when we mention that word, Jesus, the reason it carries so much power is that that word, Jesus, is the consolidation of the word of God. The scripture says, the word of God became flesh and was manifested in our midst. And the name that was put on that consolidated word is Jesus. I'm saying the name is Jesus. And so when we say Jesus, we appropriate the word of God. And it says that the word of God is God. So that word, Jesus, is not only the word of God, as though God has sent a word to you. But that name is God. That is why this same Jesus, the scripture says, it should be called Emmanuel. And when they were giving Emmanuel, they didn't say God is with us. When Emmanuel is properly translated, it says God with us. The incarnation of God. So when we say Jesus, we are talking about the incarnation of God. God coming into our midst. 
When we say Jesus, we are saying that the word of God has become flesh. The promises of God have become a reality. Everything that God has said is no longer in a book. It's no longer on an iPad, but it's manifest in the flesh. That is why when you are sick and you mention the name of Jesus, that sickness will live because he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from all the afflictions. The name is Jesus. As you hear me, receive healing in the name of Jesus. The name is a word. And that word is God's word. And that word is God. So if you are mentioning that name Jesus, appreciate that you are calling God into the situation. And when you call God into the situation, the impossible becomes possible. Because it is for us human beings to do the normal, the natural. It is for God to do the supernatural, the unprecedented. The things that happen in the superlative, if you are describing them, then you are looking for superlatives to describe them. It is done in the name of Jesus. The word is Jesus. I'm saying the word is Jesus. But that word is no ordinary statement as of the word. But that word is God himself. So when we say Jesus, we are talking about God. You understand me? Say amen. So things happen at the mention of the name of Jesus. Peter and John will meet a cripple and they tell him in the name of Jesus. And the reason why they qualified it with of Nazareth is that in those days in Judea, people carried the name Jesus. It was like Joshua. It was a common name. It simply means he saves. And people carry it. They are carrying it about. But they can't give anybody in But to zero in on the type of Jesus they are talking about. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And when you get deeper into God, he won't say Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You say Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Messiah. Jesus the appointed one. Jesus the sent one. Jesus the ordained one. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Receive grace, grace. Because the name of Jesus is here. I'm saying the name of Jesus is here. And he says that acts in my name. that I will do it. It brings glory to God the Father. Because the name of Jesus has become functional in our lives. Hallelujah. The second thing about the name. It's not just a word. But there's worth to it. Worth. The names we carry has some worth. You see, when I talk about the worth, I'm talking about the sphere of influence of that name. Names have worth. And they carry certain influence. There are some names when you are looking for a job and you mention them, you are likely to get. Other ones, too, they will ask you to define further. You have some essays to write. You have some explanations. And there are some names, it's so negative that it will be destroy your contacts. As soon as you imagine, ah, ah, where do you come from? What? Then you know things are going bad. But the name of Jesus, that name called Jesus, has value and influence in heaven. In the heavens, they know that name. On the earth, they know that name. Many people have come and gone. Many names have passed. Some have expired. But the name of Jesus is still active. 
the name of Jesus is still alive. Because all those other names, the individuals who carry them have died. And so have their influence. But Jesus died. Jesus rose again. Jesus lives on. And forever he will reign. Hallelujah. And because he lives, his name is fresh. It's active. It's alive. As surely as the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, so is the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is alive. And I'm saying that in heaven, his name is there. On earth, his name is here. And not only on earth, but under the earth, in, in the grave, there is only one name that when you are dreaming, even in your dream life, and you are faced with difficulty, and you dare mention that name called Jesus, even in the dream, even in your unconscious self, something will happen. Something happens. Even in a dream, something happens. And so you know that when people go for witchcraft and those things, and talisman and all those things, they tell you that when you are about to die, you have to find a way of dispensing it. You find somebody and leave it behind. Because the witchcraft will not go with you to the grave. Because if it does go with you to the grave, it's locked up. But Jesus went down to the grave. He was there for three days. But he rose again from the dead. And when he was coming also, he carried the keys of the gates of hell and of death. Jesus carried the gate. So when you get to even the, the land of the dead, Jesus' name carried value. Jesus' name has wealth. Jesus' name is powerful. And so God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It is that name that even the devil dreads. The devil will not want to hear because the name carried power. And when you mention the name of Jesus, the devil will not only tremble, he will fall down. There's power in the name of Jesus. As you hear me, may you be deliberated by the power of Jesus' name. May the influence of his name bring you liberty, bring you wholeness. You see, sometimes when you are faced with a situation, even as a sorrowful, and they say pray, and you are praying for the person, behind your mind, you wonder, how can this be? You see, you are looking at the situation, and those of us with some small signs, you analyze it scientifically, and you think that this one, it will be a difficulty. And then you master your faith. And then you mention the name of Jesus. You see, the last time a lady came to some soldier lady, they said depression. And when the depression gets to a say where military hospital will give you over one month, leave. And they will give you medication to go and take. You know, it's not a joke. Because military people, we don't give leave by heart. We don't give off by heart. A leave is a privilege. And then this lady comes to me sitting there. When he mentioned that they have given her over one month of duty just to work on her condition, I knew that the problem was something else. And then in my house, generally, I don't pray that Buga prayer. That I don't want people to destroy the whole eh? So for prayers that I know, I suspect that this person might do some skirmishes. So you meet me at the temple. 
The temple is ordained for skirmishes, not. But this woman mentioned the story. I listened to her. Then I decided to pray some benedictory prayer. You know benedictory prayer? Hey, just some consolidated prayer. But I tried it. And, it. and then I had to mention the name. That name. That name. That name. That name. The name of Jesus. When I mentioned the name, then there were manifestations. And then I said, ah, today it has happened in the heart. But I carried on praying in the name of Jesus. When he recovered from that prayer, till today, that depression has left. And in my scientific understanding, I don't know how a name can clear depression. But I'm here to tell you, that name cleared depression. Because it is God in action. The name of Jesus heals all manner of diseases. The name of Jesus solves every kind of problem. The name of Jesus will make you whole. Hallelujah. So I'm here to announce to you, beloved, that the name of Jesus has worth, has a certain value, that even in death, even in hell, everywhere on the face of the earth, even in the heavenlies, that name is recognized. When you mention the name of Jesus, things happen. Tonight, mention the name of Jesus. I'm saying mention the name of Jesus. Great and mighty things will happen. Oh, hallelujah. When you read Romans 10, verse 12, it says, it doesn't matter whether you are a Jew or a Greek, but God is rich to all who call on the name of Jesus. He is rich. He is enough. He has all the resources to meet your every need, even as you mention the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has worth, has influence. The next thing is that the name of Jesus has wealth, has riches. When Peter and John say that silver and gold, we have none. What we have, we give to you in the name of Jesus. It doesn't mean that the name of Jesus stamps poverty and lack and emptiness. It simply means that even when in yourself you are inadequate, when in yourself you are empty, and then you call on the name of Jesus, he is rich, he is enough to cover every need that you have. Jesus satisfies. I'm here to tell you that Jesus satisfies. All the treasures of God are consolidated in this name called Jesus. When we talk about the grace of God, the grace of God is in this man called Jesus. And in him, all the fullness of the Godhead dwell bodily. So when you say that God is wealthy, God has all the riches in all of creation and even beyond creation. The name of Jesus carries such wealth. So whatever you need, whatever you lack, Whatever you are crying for, the name of Jesus can supply. I'm saying the name of Jesus can supply. He's wealthy to those who call on his name. I want you to call on the name. I want you to call on the name. And this time, shout the name.
He is more than enough. He is more than enough. My Lord shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. That name, all the riches of God are embedded in that name. Even as you confess that name, may his riches be your portion. May he supply beyond your need in the fullness of abundance. I tell people that it's when you ask somebody for water, they normally will fetch a cup. And if it's a human being, human standard cup. But when you ask God for water, he will also use his cup to fetch. But God's kind of cup will become a stream for you. That's what Jesus tells the Samaritan woman that if you ask me, I will give you streams of living water. It is the same cup. You, it's your standard cup. His standard cup. May the riches of God's grace overflow towards you. May you receive in abundance in the fullness of the measure of God's grace. The name of Jesus has wealth. The wealth that will go beyond asking for coins and make you whole so that you can go about your business and do the things that God has ordained for you. That grace that will deliver you from being beggarly and be a blessing to many others. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. The other one is that the name of Jesus has weight. Has weight. Has weight. The name of Jesus. When you mention the name of Jesus, it is heavy. It's a heavy name. The scripture says that he is the rock that has been laid in Zion. When you fall on it, you will be broken. But that one is far better. It's better for you to fall on that rock. If you surrender to that name, if you fall on that name, you will be broken. But you'll be made excellently new. But woe betides you. Woe betides you. If that rock should fall on you, when that rock falls on you, it's so heavy, you can't breathe. And not that you can't breathe. It says you'll be crushed. You'll be crushed. When that rock falls on you, you will be crushed. Tonight, may you surrender to the Lordship of Christ. If you have not already done, surrender to his Lordship. When you surrender to him in that brokenness, he will make you anew. Your life will be blessed. Your life will be transformed. You will become a new creature. You will become the head of the kingdom of God. Heaven's doors will be opened up for you. Good things will happen to you when you fall on that name. But if that name falls on you, if you are rebellious towards him, you will be crushed. You enter into a realm of nothingness. You will be crushed. But as we surrender to him, he does mighty things for us. Surrender to that Lord. Surrender to that name. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Romans 10 verse 12. But there is no difference between a Jew and a Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all 
and richly blesses all who call on him. And the third is that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Anyone who calls on the name, that name Jesus, if you call on that name, Jesus, 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 you shall be saved. You will not mention that name and remain the same. That one, you can be sure. You will not mention the name Jesus and remain the same. Because when you mention the name of Jesus, even when you yourself have not appreciated the depth of that name, demons will tremble. They, they know. Like the sons of Skiva, they were trying and doing some, I cast you out in the name of the Jesus Christ, that puppet, some long thing. And demons don't understand third persons. They want direct command. So they were not following. But then the demons will say that, oh, for Jesus, we know. We know him. Even Paul, we know. And then who are you? And they have forgotten that they are the sons of a priest. They should have said, we are the sons of the priest. Skiver. But they were amputated. You understand amputation? Because they were amputated, the demons also dealt with them. Are you understanding? We are called to call on that name. And when we call on that name, spectacular things will happen. I'm confident in God that the name of Jesus will do you good. The name of Jesus will give you a testimony. The name of Jesus will bring you deliverance. The name of Jesus will bring you light wherever there's darkness. For it's only in Jesus that divinity and dust came together as one. Said so that divinity will overrun the flesh and rule in life. As the word of God enters into your system, divinity will take over and dominate the dust, the flesh, and so you shall be healed. You shall be made whole. Hallelujah. Tonight is your night to experience the power in the name of Jesus. We hope your heart has been quickened by hearing the word of God through this message. If you desire to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this prayer with us. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You came to die because of my sins. I therefore accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. So help me, God. Amen. If you just said this prayer, we welcome you to the family of God. Are you looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy and honest Christ-centered relationships? Join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Our Sunday services, first service, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., Second service, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. God is still working miracles. 
Join our Wednesday dawn prayers from 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. Where there is a man to pray, there is definitely a God to answer. Join our Friday prayer meeting, Dad, Cry Out, from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, contact us on these numbers, 020-877-9774, 0277-144-128, and 050-2444-814. You can also visit our website, at piwcacra.org to know more and let's get interactive on all social media platforms at piwcacra. Until next time, we pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.